Beth stopped the car in the middle of the street and stared at what was supposed to be her family's new home. Uh-oh. Why is there a hearse parked in front of the house? In the passenger seat, her son Ben chewed on his thumbnail. At twelve, he was wise beyond his years, and that was all her fault. That's a really good question. Her gaze shot to the rearview mirror. The road behind her was empty. Satisfied that she hadn't been followed, she nudged the gas pedal with a toe, turned off the estate's private road, and parked at the base of a circular drive. She stared through the windshield at the strange vehicle two cars ahead. Mild queasiness from a seven-hour drive and a greasy rest-stop cheeseburger churned into full-blown nausea. The fragile hope she'd nurtured all day evaporated in an instant. Just once she'd like something to work out the way she'd planned. Just once. Are you sure this is the right place? Ben asked. This is it. The Dutch colonial mansion looked exactly the same as when she'd interviewed for the caretaker position two weeks ago, except for the hearse. That was definitely new. Weird. Yeah. And weird was so not what they were looking for. Ben lowered his hand and picked at the cuticle. What do you think it's doing here? Only one way to find out. She peered over the seat back. Katie's eyes remained closed. Her head rested on the side of her booster seat. Behind her seven-year-old daughter, luggage and boxes crowded the rear of the wagon. Beth turned back and contemplated the black-curtained vehicle again. Maybe you should wait here while I check it out. Ben shot her a duh look. He clearly had no intention of coming in with her. Lock the doors. She covered his hand with hers and squeezed. It'll be okay. He nodded as he opened the car window a few inches. His gaze shifted back to the hearse. She couldn't blame him. It drew the eye like Gorbachev's port wine birthmark. Rusty metal protested with a grating squeal as she wrenched the door open and slammed it shut. Thick clouds kept the sun's rays at bay, but midsummer humidity clung to the evening air. She picked her way across a crabgrass and weed-encroached gravel path. Stopping at the base of the walkway, she lifted her eyes to study the house's facade. One faded black shutter hung askew on the gray Pennsylvania fieldstone. Against an overcast late afternoon sky, the house looked shabbier than on the sunny day she'd previously visited. With a deep breath, she climbed three steps to the peeling front porch. Her finger hovered over the doorbell. Moisture pooled on her lower back, saturating the waistband of her dress slacks. Just do it already. Chimes broke the silence, followed by the muffled bark of what sounded like a large dog. The front door opened. Instead of the elderly gentleman she'd expected, a forty-something man in a rumpled polo shirt and jeans greeted her. Even slouched over a crutch, he towered over her by at least a foot. A metal brace enveloped his leg from mid-thigh to mid-calf. A glass of amber-colored liquid hung from the fingertips of his free hand. Can I help you? He lowered his hand from the doorknob to the handle of the crutch. Beth's gaze rose, traveling up his long legs and narrow hips, over the muscular wall of his chest, and settled on his well-defined biceps. Horrified by her gawking, she jerked her gaze up to his face and cleared her throat. I'm looking for Mr. O'Malley. I'm Mr. O'Malley. Alcohol fumes wafted over the space between them. Eyes stinging, Beth pulled back. No, you're not. 
He raised his brows and grinned. I'm not? The must hair and boyish humor in his expression were at odds with a square-jawed masculine face, which sported several days of beard growth. His eyes were deep brown, the color of dark chocolate and just as tempting. Even in their current bloodshot state, they captivated her for a few seconds longer than was polite. Refocusing her attention, Beth stammered. Heat flooded her cheeks. I'm sorry, of course you know who you are. I mean, you're not the same, Mr. O'Malley. I'm looking for Daniel O'Malley. Oh, right, my uncle. I'm Jack. You're just in time. This way. His eyes flashed in understanding. You almost missed him. Jack turned and disappeared through the doorway. Beth followed, pulling the door closed behind her. She exhaled and relaxed.